Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not a member of the hawk and cleaver facebook group then i'm sorry to say you are living in the matrix my friend grab a red pill wash it down with a cappuccino and prepare to unplug yourself by heading to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver there you'll find our movie nights book club Joshua Boucher's Choose Your Own Misadventure series, the Flash Fiction writing prompts, and soon we'll be doing a drawing competition where we're all going to do a rendition of Kez, the managing editor of The Other Stories, the great evil management team of one, part hawk and part-time butcher and full-time menace to society. Once again, if you want in on all that, head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver and join today. Today's episode of The Other Stories is My Cat Hates Me. Written and narrated by Luke Condor. I wake up because my cat hates me. Well, I don't know if he hates me, but he hates me getting a full night's sleep. Especially if I'm due to get up early for work. And super especially if he knows that I've been struggling to get to sleep in the first place. It's the same every night. Around 3am, I wake to him pouring at my face. You think you can sleep with your cat pouring at your face? Keep in mind he uses those same paws to bury his shits in the garden. One time I heard him digging around in his litter tray one moment, and then minutes later, he was wiping those same dirty paws on my exposed tongue. What I'm saying is, if my cat ever gets worms, I'll be taking the deworming tablet first. 
Usually he does his pouring with the claws retracted, but only for the first few pats. If I don't wake up, say if I'm, God forbid, too tired, the claws come out and he nicks me right on the lips. Now I don't mean he cuts me and I wake up to a gushing lip wound, blood spraying over my pillow and the PJs my wife got me for Christmas. There's no blood, but when I run my tongue over it, I can taste the scratch. Fucking hell, Gary, I shout, already cursing because this is how it starts, and it'll only get worse from here. Gary is his name, by the way. I didn't name him that. He was a rescue. A rescue called Gary. Maybe he had some trauma from his old home. Maybe people were sleeping 24-7 and accidentally slept through his dinner time, and he decided never again. Or maybe he just hates me. He's also a black cat, so I don't even see him when I open my eyes. Just here as he scuttles out of the bedroom and down the stairs and into the kitchen where he waits for me to go and feed him. This is it. This is our nightly dance. Now we see who breaks first. No, sorry. Now we get to see how long it takes until I break. I check my phone and see that it's 2.13am. Had I been dreaming? If I had, I don't remember it. I barely remember closing my eyes, but I do remember struggling to get to sleep, just like I do every night. And that's with my sleep piano mix playing on my phone, my blackout curtains drawn, eyes closed, counting my breaths, thinking grateful thoughts like... Um... I don't remember what the grateful thoughts were, but in any case, it didn't help. It didn't matter how tired I feel, and believe me, I feel like a forgotten broccoli floret at the back of the fridge at the best of times dried up and ready for the bin, but still, it doesn't matter how tired I feel, it's still boring as fuck to try and get to sleep. So I do what I always do, turn off the piano mix, watch random Joe Rogan videos on YouTube, scroll through my never-ending Instagram feed until I drift. And drift I do until I wake to Gary, unsticking his paw from my bottom lip. Fucking hell, Gary, I say. You know that because I told you a moment ago, didn't I? I don't know, I'm too tired to think straight. Oh yeah, and then Gary ran out of the bedroom and down the stairs and into the kitchen. I notice because I hear him do it. I do not see him. So then he meows from the kitchen because he wants me to get out of bed and go and feed him. And it doesn't matter if he already has food in his bowl, which I'm pretty sure he does. He still wakes me. Still wants me to go to his bowl and fill it up. What can I say? Cats are dumb. Cats are weird. Cats are pure evil. Take your pick. Not tonight, I think, as I roll to my side and close my eyes once more. Tonight, Gary can suck a fat one. Gary can... adrift again. And this time I wake to a serious stinging on my bottom lip, and this time I do taste blood. Without thinking, I jump to a sitting position and press my hands to my face. Shit, I say, my lip tasting like a blown battery. Hearing Gary run out of the bedroom and down the stairs, only this time he throws in a couple of yowls from the kitchen, and the sound goes through me like a fork scratching against a china plate. I tap my lip until the bleeding stops. Only a scratch, I think, as I check my phone. 2.45am. And then I'm thinking about how I have to be up at 6am, call it 6.15am, because I have the early shift at the shop, which means unlocking it, doing the morning stock check, making sure there were no burglaries or whatever. I can't think straight. Even with the sliver of blood on my lip, I feel so tired. I feel my head getting heavier, the exhaustion fizzing in my veins, popping in my fingertips. 
I barely know what's happening before I slip back down to the pillow. This time though, I pull the covers over my face, tuck them in behind my head, mutter, fuck you, Jerry, Gary, what's your name again? Jerry? Is it Jerry? Before falling back to sleep. The next time I wake up, I feel like I'm going to die or kill something, I'm not sure which. I can barely feel my skin, but I hear him as he clams up onto my stomach. He's so heavy. Was he always this fat? I wheeze to my wife, who I no longer live with. The cat is on me, weighing down on my stomach, and I'm struggling to breathe, and he's purring, and it's so loud it grates against my eardrums. I moan and grunt beneath the covers, try to shift my weight to the side, but I feel something above my face, the cat's breath seeping through the covers, warm and meaty, and at first I'm not even thinking about how it would be possible for him to be sitting on my stomach and have his face above mine at the same time. He'd have to be a much larger animal to do that, I think. Much larger. Shock zapping through me, I whip off the covers and look, but it's far too dark to see. But I hear as he jumps down and runs out the door and down the stairs and into the kitchen. His steps are so quiet, Sue, I say to the side of the bed my wife used to sleep on. He's just a normal-sized cat. I turn around in the darkness and realise. Oh, I say. I'm alone. My wife left me. I keep forgetting about that. How could I forget about that? The sleepiness is confusing. It's tarring my thoughts. The shadows are treacle and my mind is lost in it. Too tired. Far too tired. I hear the cat mewling again from the kitchen. I want to tell him to fuck off again, but I can't quite remember what his name is. Sleep drunkenness, they call it. When you're not quite out of deep sleep and your mind is still catching up. This is that. Out of habit, I check my phone and it's 4.02am. More meowing from the kitchen. Fine, I try to say, but it doesn't come out right, just dribbles over my sore lip. I push my heavy feet off the bed and get into a standing position. You win, I think. I'll feed you, you win, and then I'll get back to bed, get a couple of hours of undisturbed sleep, fine, okay, whatever. I nearly trip into the door frame because my legs aren't awake yet, and it's still too dark to see so I have to feel my way for the light switch. I miss it completely and find myself at the top of the stairs clutching onto the banister. He meows again and I tell him I'm coming as I slowly walk down the stairs doing my best not to slip. Starlight and moonlight seep in through the gaps in the curtains and there's a blue LED glow from the broadband router and I smell something rotting. Maybe I left some takeaway out, I'm not sure. I try to make kissing noises but I can't quite do it but I hear him padding and meowing from the kitchen. It's cold. Colder than usual. Am I wearing trousers? I don't think so. Where is my wife? Am I sure it's not a weekend? Is it bin day today? Fuck. I'm fucked. I've got to get up for work soon. My eyes are barely staying open as I stumble into the kitchen, look up and down but don't see my rescue cat who I can't remember the name of or even what he looks like. Here, here, I mumble, wiping the drool off my chin. You win. You get food, I get sleep. I go over to the door, down into the little cupboard, and pull out his kibble. I give it a shake, look to the other side of the kitchen, and do my best to focus. 
There you are. I try to say this out loud, but the words don't reach my lips. I try again, but I see a pair of eyes gleaming from the shadows, and I don't feel like talking anymore. I'm still shaking the kibble as I see his form crawl out from under the kitchen table. What's his name again, I think, racking my brain now and feeling a sudden sense of panic building. Why can't I remember his name? And now I'm touching my lip and it's still bleeding. And now I'm realising I'm not just tired but exhausted. Like waking up after an operation. Drained and drugged and fragile. The cat purrs and I'm still shaking the kibble. And his purring just gets louder and louder. Only I think it's actually the sound of my blood beating in my ears. And I'm slurring my words like I'm drunk. And I'm still fucking bleeding and it's dripping. Splashing against the floor tiles. And I don't know why there's so much blood. And I touch my lip and is it even fucking there? Why am I only feeling my bottom row of teeth? Why is it so numb? Not just my mouth, but everything, my fingers, my skin. Sue, I say, mumbling because I can't do anything else. The thing stands up. I drop the kibble because it's too heavy now. It's as it comes towards me, growing a little with each step, that I suddenly remember that Gary doesn't live here anymore. Sue took Gary with her. You keep the house. I'll take Gary she'd said, and I was happy because it meant getting a full night's sleep for once. The thing that I thought was Gary is meowing so loud and I can't hear anything else, his eyes growing so big I can't look away. It's a hungry kitty, I think. It's a very hungry kitty. Moonlight reveals his face and all thoughts are momentarily erased. I'm on the floor. Did I fall? My ears are ringing. Its mouth opens and its tongue whips out across the length of the kitchen and latches onto my mouth tearing into my mangled lip flesh and it sucks. I'm reminded of the dentist, with their little hoovers they used to vacuum up the bits of tooth, but it's much, much louder. My tongue gives like a cooked turkey leg, then some other bits. I feel my lungs collapse, my innards shifting, but I don't mind. Weird, right? I don't care about it. I don't care about any of it anymore. The darkness is comforting, and I'm so damn tired. I just need to get some sleep. I've got to get up for work soon, I've got the early shift. If I just close my eyes, I think as they deflate and are sucked into the sockets, I might never open them again. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. My Cat Hates Me was written and narrated by Luke Condor. Edited by Duncan Muggleton with music by Duncan Muggleton and Tom Robson. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. Luke Condor started making stuff on his computer in his early teens and never looked back. And now he has really sore eyes. He writes some books, makes some podcasts and you already know all that. But if you want to check out more of my stuff, head over to LukeCondor.com or I'm at LukeOfCondor on Twitter or Instagram. And that's Condor with a K. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. You can join our book club and movie club and chat about the podcast over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawkandcleaver. T-shirts and mugs and posters and comics are available at gumroad.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. So, until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.